Welcome to the Emotional Wealth Podcast, where certified financial planner, speaker, and consultant, Lon Broski, will discuss strategies that can help you to successfully navigate today's challenging financial environment. And using emotional discipline and focus, you'll discover how he educates his clients to stay on track with their financial goals. Now here's Lon. Welcome to this edition of Emotional Wealth. And today I want to change gears here. And I don't necessarily want to focus on on your portfolio, your investments, or even your financial plan. I want to talk about the great unknown in retirement. Because I don't see a whole lot of firms in our industry focusing on this aspect of retirement, this great unknown. And I think that's a mistake. I personally think firms are are making a mistake by not addressing this unknown in retirement. Because over the last 25 years, the financial services industry has done a great job of developing these software programs that are powerful and that can sort through your particular asset allocation and and identify risk levels and and evaluate mutual funds and ETFs and and stocks and bonds and all those things. Financial services industry has done a wonderful job at commoditizing information. You know, 30 years ago in the financial services industry, information was proprietary. You had to get certain information from certain firms. They kept that information, but now... The internet and what what's happened over the last 20 years, information we can all agree is just a commodity. No longer is it proprietary. The firms, I think, have geared correctly towards focusing on the client and their goals. I think that's a good thing. I also think there's a big unknown here that we're missing. I know personally at our firm, what we do for our clients is we plan, right? That's what we do. We sit down with a client, we establish some financial goals, We input those goals into financial software and we model for them in order to see exactly where they're going to be at a certain period of time in their life and whether or not they're going to be able to sustain their lifestyle and how their investments will perform and all those things. We can run various different scenarios on how your investments are going to react or what your financial plan is going to look like. But there's one thing that I would ask people who are listening to this podcast is, What if retirement doesn't make you happy? You've done all the planning. Let's say you've saved enough. You have more than enough security in your portfolio. You've built that. You built security in your portfolio. You're not going to run out of money. You're going to keep pace with inflation, but you get to the finish line of retirement and you're not happy. What if retirement isn't what you thought it was going to be? What if it isn't emotionally fulfilling for you? What if... When you retire, it leaves you feeling empty because maybe your identity or part of your identity was getting up every day and motivating you to be part of a group. With all the frustrations of that, maybe it's not as you had hoped it would be. All the things that made you who you are are now gone. And that longing to belong to part of a group, to be productive every day, to be an integral part of decision-making, you know, maybe you needed that. Maybe that was a big part of you because your financial part you've taken care of. What about the psychological impact of retirement? And to me, that is the great unknown. 
because we can financially prepare. We can go through all the charts and graphs and analyze all of your investments and determine your risk levels and all those things. But the big unknown is the psychological impact that you'll have in retirement. And the psychological impact comes down to one word. What is your why in retirement? What is your why and finding that why? Why do you get up in the morning when you're retired? You know your monthly paycheck's going to come, your Social Security or from your investments. You know financially you're set. But what about your day-to-day? Do you risk losing your why you get up in the morning? What motivates you on a daily basis? You risk losing that in retirement. And so you've got to find your why. And not a lot of firms are talking about that. Not a lot of advisors that I know of help their clients find their why in retirement. When you lose that why, there's a number of reasons why you lose that motivation. Right off the bat, I can think of boredom. You've been with this company for 40 plus years and you retire and you get a gold watch and a party and everything else. And the very next day, when you're not getting up, it's quiet. There's nothing to get ready for in the day. And the daily challenges that you faced while you were working in some sort of way motivated you, gave you your why. Imagine they're not there anymore. Everyday domestic task, yeah, you need to mow the lawn, you need to clean the house, you need to fix the roof, whatever. Everyday domestic tasks simply aren't satisfying what you thought would be an ideal retirement. And leisure activities, as nice as they are, maybe you golf some more aren't necessarily meaningful, nor do they contribute to finding your why in retirement. Another big overlooked aspect of retirement is your lack of socialization. You don't have a group of friends. My father-in-law, I can remember this very vividly, is he looked forward to every Wednesday getting up and going to McDonald's. Hey, how many times we went into McDonald's when it was open? <laughs> how many times we went into McDonald's on a... Average Tuesday, and we see a group of men or women who are older sitting at a table drinking coffee and just socializing. If that's not there and you don't have social interaction or you're not part of a group or you can't share your ideas when you can't maybe perhaps talk about politics or or talk about the economy or collaborate on something may give you a feeling of isolation. Again, not finding your why. And then another potential risk in retirement in regards to the psychological impact is what we refer to as status anxiety, to where if you run into somebody, a casual stranger, and say hi, and invariably the conversation is going to lead to the question, well, what do you do? Does that potentially leave you feeling inadequate when all you can do is say, not much, and you're no longer needed every day? Where before you went to your job and there were people that depended upon you, depended upon what you did for the company, that is a real risk of the psychological impact in retirement is status anxiety. The other thing is, what if you think that, you know, I've always heard that once I got to retirement, I should be happy, right? That should be one of the most happiest times in your life when you get to enjoy the sweat of your labor for the last 30, 40 years, whatever it may be, that should be a happy time. But what if you're not? You should be. You're financially secure. You don't have anything to worry about there. Why shouldn't you be happy? 
I'm not suggesting that everyone will fall into this trap of this big psychological great unknown in retirement. I'm not suggesting that at all. We have clients that retire every day that are absolutely happy, that know their why. We've also talked to clients that have not been happy in retirement and have gone back to work, not because they need to, but because they want to. And I would suggest to you that that's an even better position to be in is wanting to go back to work, wanting to be part of, of something bigger, wanting to be part of this everyday socialization of the collaboration. And even though it may be working at Walmart, and not that that's bad, <laughs> don't misconstrue this and, and say that I think any, any position is bad. It's just a matter of being productive and finding your why. Working somewhere where every day you can make someone else smile. That's a why. Some other ideas might be that you stay physically active when you retire because boredom can lead to watching television all day long or reading a book all day long or something that could lead to self-isolation. And I can only speak for myself. I know that I've spent the better part of my working years in an air-conditioned office sitting down and looking at charts. And don't get me wrong, I absolutely love that. It's my passion. I also need now to find a way to be active for hours a day, not just an hour a day, but for hours a day. That may be an idea to overcome that feeling of I have not found my why yet in retirement. Stay physically active. Another idea, learn a skill, learn a new trade. For my situation, I would love to be able to tinker with my lawnmower, love to be able to change my own oil, learn small engine repair. I've always wanted to do that. That would be a new skill for me to acquire. Something that you haven't been able to do because you haven't had the time to do. Maybe you learn to become a chef. Maybe you learn to do construction. Maybe you learn to lay concrete. You know, something to where you have a new skill which can motivate you and give you that why. Another idea would be find a project in retirement. This may give you structure developing a project and maybe laying that project out over a month or two months gives you the structure that you need. And certainly a big one would be spending more time with your family and your family may be spread out all across the country. Maybe instead of seeing your family only once a year around the holidays, maybe you do two, three times a year. Make the concerted effort to spend more time with your family, wherever they may be. You certainly from a financial perspective, you can because you plan for it. And while you were working, you didn't have that time. Well, now you do. And don't forget that when you do enter into retirement and the big psychological impact of retirement, the great unknown in retirement is even though you've got massive amounts of time on your hands, you still got to have time for yourself to have fun and to relax. You're still in need of an outlet. Because the monotony of day to day, as we just talked about, watching television every single day or reading a book every single day, you need to have respite from that. Maybe even you do go back to work and you're at a job to where you can make people smile every day. You need respite from that. You need relaxation. Maybe take a weekend trip. Instead of taking two weekend trips a year like you were doing when you were working, maybe you take a weekend trip once a month. I know where I'm at here in St. Louis, we drive down to the Lake of the Ozarks. That's four hours away to have a weekend to get away, to relax, to spend time on the serenity of the water. It's just simple things like that. Again, staying physically active, learning a new skill, maybe starting a project, 
maybe doing weekend trips, emphasizing fun and relaxation, because the overall goal of retirement might be to chisel out a better version of yourself. Someone that you're happy to be with, regardless of what anybody else thinks, right? I don't care what anybody else thinks. I'm happy. I found my why in retirement, and I'm doing things that I've always wanted to do. Maybe that's important. I think it is anyway. I think it's just as important as the investments. And if your advisor or your financial firm is not talking to you about that, maybe they should be. That's absolutely an important conversation that you need to have with yourself, your family, Maybe maybe you only have a spouse. It's important that you understand your why before you get to retirement. Because the financial piece, you and your advisor can work together and find that. The psychological impact of the great unknown in retirement, that's something that only you can work through. Be aware of it and have some ideas for it. Finding your why in retirement, I think you will find, will make your retirement more complete, make you happier, and ultimately give you peace. Thank you for listening. Look forward to our next podcast. We're going to remain steadfast in our commitment to our clients and the trust that you have placed in me, your advisor. I'm going to ensure that we remain on track. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me. Appreciate you being here. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook and Twitter. Email us at podcast at pineswealth.com. Call us one 800 467-6567. That's 1-800-467-6567. Be sure to like us on your favorite podcast service. Enjoy your week and we'll talk to you soon.